be talking about what to do if your loved one thinks that their parent is still alive or their partner who has passed away is still with us. When I first started working with people living with dementia, we used to reorientate them so that if they were looking for their husband, we would say, oh no, sorry, he he passed away two years ago. And the person living with dementia would start to grieve all over again. This was a horrible thing to do and kept many of our residents in a permanent state of sadness and grief. I'm going to read a couple of paragraphs from my book, I Don't Know Who You Are But I Love You. On page 45 I discuss reality versus grief. This book was written to help those who have loved ones who no longer recognise them and it's available on Amazon. Just look for the author, Neela Allen. Okay, from the book. Sometimes it is best, unless directed otherwise by a doctor or nurse, to be in their reality. In one of the facilities I worked in, there was a lady, Joan, whose husband had died 17 years prior to coming into the facility. A dear friend of hers, Annie, visited Joan every single day and always left because she couldn't bear to see Joan crying, which she did at nearly every visit. One day I managed to catch up with Annie and I asked her, what she thought was the cause of Joan's tears. And Annie told me, she asks me about her husband and each time I have to tell her he has died. Through these visits by her devoted friend, Joan daily found out that her husband had died and each time it was like hearing the news for the first time. After sharing my thoughts with Annie, her next visit went really well. They had a few laughs and parted happily. Annie just said, I've no idea where he is when asked the same question. She had brought in a picture of Joan's husband and one of them when at their wedding and said, oh, doesn't he look handsome in this picture? And the conversation continued happily and I believe every visit from then on went well. The use of the photo to distract Joan allowed the conversation to go in a different direction, helping both of them. In this instance, and many others, I have found it much better not to tell the whole truth and sometimes telling a little white lie so that the person with memory loss doesn't have to relive the painful memories over and over. Of course, there is a flip side to this. We looked after a lady, Mavis, and again her husband had died many years earlier. But when Mavis asked where her husband was, If you told her that you didn't know where he was, she would get increasingly more and more agitated. She would pace up and down and eventually get angry. Here we found it worked well to tell Mavis the truth, that he had been unwell for many years and had died several years ago. In response to this, Mavis would say, Oh, okay, and happily go about her day. So as you can see in that, We really have to look at where the person is in their dementia journey and how they react to different situations. When we're talking about going into their reality, this is called Dementia Validation Therapy or DVT. It is an approach to communicating and interacting with individuals with dementia that emphasises empathy, understanding and validation of their emotions and experiences. It was developed by Naomi Feal in the 1980s and was a way to improve the quality of life for people with dementia. The underlying principle of DVT 
is to enter into their person's reality rather than trying to correct or challenge their perceptions. The goal is to establish trust, connection and emotional well-being by acknowledging and validating their feelings, their memories and their experiences. This approach recognises that individuals with dementia may have difficulty with short-term memory and logical thinking, but can still experience and express their emotions. Here are some key principles and techniques of the DVT, or Dementia Validation Therapy. Validating the emotions and experiences expressed by the person with dementia, even if they don't align with reality, it involves accepting their reality as true for them in that moment and responding with empathy and understanding. We can demonstrate empathy by listening attentively, observing their non-verbal clues and trying to understand the person's emotional state and responding to this with kindness, compassion and support which can build trust and rapport. We can use reflective listening. This is reflecting back the person's feelings, thoughts or concerns to show that you have understood and respect their perspective. This helps them to feel heard and validated. It's good for everybody in real life, actually, but especially for those people with dementia. Annie brought with her some photographs on Joan's, of Joan's husband and their wedding day, encouraging reminiscence and storytelling. She was asking open-ended questions about their past experiences. This can help to stimulate memories and provide a sense of purpose and fulfilment. Paying attention to the non-verbal clues such as body language, facial expressions and tone of voice and responding with appropriate non-verbal clues such as a gentle touch, eye contact, a smile and a calm demeanour. Can, this can enhance your communication and connection, making the person living with dementia feel very supported. And definitely avoiding arguments or corrections or contradictions that may cause frustration or distress to the person that's living with dementia. Instead, redirect the conversation or focus on validating their emotions and providing reassurance. Creating a calm, safe and familiar environment that minimises stress and confusion. This may involve using familiar objects, the photographs, like in my case, or music to promote comfort and well-being, good lighting and making sure the temperature is right for them. All of these things can just help support and encourage that person living with dementia. It is important to note though that DVT, Dementia Validation Therapy, is not the one-size-fits-all approach. As with Mavis, she was happier knowing that she did not have to worry about her husband, so telling her that he had passed away gave her peace of mind. So DVT is not suitable for every person with dementia. Each person has a different journey, as I said before, and observing how they react to any conversation and adjusting what you say is vital to having a stress-free, grief-free, calm and enjoyable time. Consulting with a healthcare professional such as a dementia specialist or occupational therapist can also provide further guidance on the most appropriate approach for, for this, a specific individual with dementia. So I hope that you have enjoyed this 
and have got some useful tips and tricks out of how to manage the person living with dementia who thinks that they have somebody that they love still with them who had passed away a long time ago. I discussed the dementia validation therapy, what it is and how to actually use it and how sometimes it doesn't need to be used and we actually do need to reality orientate the person with dementia. So please do listen to what your person is saying and how they are saying it and the emotions that are coming up for them before you decide to actually go into the validation therapy. And I hope that this will smooth your journey with your person living with dementia and yourself. So thank you very much for listening. Bye for now. And I hope to see you next time.